It is late January of 2023 right now, and you might be thinking to yourself or not thinking to yourself that resolutions are over. It's done. The New Year's time has passed. It's now time to get on to Valentine's Day. It's time to get on to St. Patrick's Day later. It's time to get on to Black History Month. Time to get on to preparing for the spring or whatever you do around this time of year. But I'm here to tell you that resolutions are a year-long thing. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have dropped them. You're probably hiding from your resolutions right now. You're probably putting all your workout equipment away and trying not to see it. You're probably back to eating whatever you were eating. You're probably falling back into your money habits. Your 30-day challenge is probably almost up. Or if you started in mid-January, it's probably you're probably almost finished with it in terms of your mental state, in terms of how you think about it. That's a shame because resolutions are year long. And what I want to do is get into your mindset, your psyche, and just talk to you about this thing called resolutions. Because to have resolve, it means that you have it for the entire year. And that's why I wanted to bring this to you right now. You've got to get resolve. You've got to get a resolution within yourself. And that is not a goal. It can be, but goals and resolutions are not synonymous. So I want to make sure we get that clear. Just because you may have failed on some aspect of what you were trying to accomplish, that does not mean you have failed your resolution. That means you're still working on it. Or at least I hope that's what it means for you. Because every year, people seem to come around and start talking about resolutions as if they don't mean anything. They talk about them as if there's a magic trick there's, or whatever. But what I'm here to tell you is that you have to get resolve if you actually want to change. There's this, just this thing called resolve and resolution. And it's so much of a thing that I started writing about it. And I'm going to be publishing more of these podcasts in this vein. In fact, I've written loose outlines for over a hundred. So it's going to be a lot and it's going to be what I'm going to be concentrating on for at least the next month. It's this whole thing about resolutions, building, creating, and following up on your resolutions. So thank you for joining me and I hope you're here for all of this. And for this first one, I just want to talk about getting and keeping that resolve. It's a simple one. What is resolve? How do I keep it? How do I build it? How do I multiply it? There are many facets to this. So if I miss something or don't cover it right away, just contact me or leave in the comments, email me, hit me up on Instagram or whatever. And just let me know what you want me to focus on or what you want me to try out. But for right now, we're talking about resolve. Good place to start is determining what is resolve. What is a resolution? A resolution can be defined as a firm decision to behave or set yourself in a certain way. It's a, a, a decision for, for the most part. I mean, that's, that's the important thing. It's a decision. It's a state. It's a 
way of being that is determined and steadfast. That's the word I was looking for. Steadfast in a given direction. So you need to resolve is the actual, is like a verb, you know, you need to resolve what you're trying to do to come to a resolution. So you're going to hear me using resolve, resolution, and resolute, which is the state of being, the state of having a resolution, state of being in a resolution. So you're going to hear me use those words interchangeably, but you will not hear me say the word goal very often. A goal is simply a point, a, a measure, a, a metric that you reach after applying yourself. And that's fine. You know, you're going to do, your goal is to do 20 push-ups every morning. Sure. Your goal is to run five miles every day. Your goal is to run a marathon. Your goal is to read a book a week. Those are all fine, lovely goals. And many times you need to actually have a resolute nature to accomplish those goals. But here's, and there is overlap. Don't, don't get all funny on me. There is overlap. But to understand a resolution, you need to have your spirit, your mind, your body, and your, your, all your social interactions. All these need to come together to be representative of your core energy where you've resolved to be a certain way. So how, let me get some examples. You know, you say, well, hey, I want to lose five pounds. Isn't that, a, that's my New Year's resolution. Okay, that's a goal that you set and you will need resolve to get there. But your resolution would, to me, a resolution would sound more like I have decided that I am going to be the type of person that is five pounds lighter in weight than I currently am. And the reason that sounds weird is because resolutions don't often work, work best when defined by some number. You know, it's a state of being where you're the type of person that does something. You're the type of person that behaves a certain way. You're the type of person that holds on to a certain idea. You have that resolve. If you think about kids, you know, they, they resolve within themselves at some point to to stop crawling. At some point they say, I'm going to try this walking thing and they just keep at it until it's done. I mean, they, they've just made the decision to, to walk. I don't know any child or I, I don't, I've never heard of any child that just gave up on their resolution to walk. It's like, they don't do that. You know, same thing with deciding to tie your own shoes. At some point you say, you know what? I'm going to tie my own shoes. I don't want mom's help. I don't want dad to tell me to go back and tie them again. I'm going to tie my own shoes. You make that decision, get that resolve. Of course, those seem like easy examples compared to something like, I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to, I'm never going to drink again, you know, or, or something more hardcore, right? Well, I tend to be a little more gray area with this idea. People ask me my resolutions, you know, what are you trying to do? What do you want to do? What are your goals? You know, are they specific, measured, achievable, realistic, and do you have a deadline set? 
And those are your typical SMART goals, right? And that's fine, but those come from a corporate methodology. So to really get down to what you need to be doing, you need to, unless you consider yourself a corporation of one, you might need to actually change what you think of in terms of a goal, in terms of a resolution for this to work for you. Because everything you've heard is coming from someone trying to sell you something. I suppose I'm trying to sell you something in a way, but I'm trying to improve you, not to sell you a product. And yes, this book will be on sale as soon as I finish writing it. So check mrbenja.com eventually for that to be there. Anyway, so how do you come to a decision and how do you get the resolve to actually make that decision in your head? I've been terribly disappointed by people online, the guru space, teachers even, very intelligent and smart and dedicated people that will just, just simply say they'll, you know, they'll pound their fist into their palm. And this is, this is the action type of people, right? The Tony Robbins, Will Smith, hardcore individuals that just smack their fist into their palm and say, just do it. You just have to decide. It's the way it is. You know, you have to make that core decision and rah, get resolved. Do it. Don't be that way. Be this way. Make that change. And that doesn't really help. That's just, I mean, that can help. But that's just a form of motivation of military sergeant type of yelling at yourself. And you're trying to, to beat out this habit that may be, or, or a, you know, a way of being that may be ingrained for a very good reason, you know? So just yelling at yourself, is that going to work? I mean, it might. You can go to any bookstore and find some book that's going to tell you, you know, they'll take 200 pages to basically say, just do it, just get it done. Is that helpful? To some extent, yes. But based on the number of things going on in the world and watching how people take resolutions, you know, that's not, that doesn't fly. So how do you actually get resolved? Let's look at another way. Some people say you just have to believe. If you believe it, you can achieve it. Fake it till you make it. Come on, honey. We know you can do it. We love you. And that's the, the softer side. You'll get that from the Oprah's. You'll get that from the Brene Browns, the woo-woos, law of attraction types. Just be this way. Just be it in your heart and everything will work itself out. And you could say that, and that seems to work until somebody rolls up and says, hey, you want this triple-decker cheeseburger? We ordered an extra one and nobody's around. And you're like, well, I don't want food to go to waste. Bam, now you're off your diet. I don't believe in diets, by the way, but I suppose a lot of people do because they're still selling them to you. So if that doesn't work, what does work? You got the two main ones there, the people yelling at you and then the people saying, just be whatever you want to be. Some people say you should try to try to go cold turkey, right? That's another tactic, you know, just, just hold out for as long as you can and you'll get used to it. You'll get used to this new thing. Okay. Well, how do I do that? 
how do I get used to something that I'm not used to? That it's a very bizarre statement if you look at it from from far away. And people get paid for this too. Like physical trainers, they'll get called to, you know, make calls to remind you, hey man, you can do it. Just do it. Just come in. You'll, you'll get used to it. You'll get used to the gym. And there's truth to that. And there's another group of people that just say, hey, you have to just want it. You know, just, you really have to just want it. Like my mom used to tell me, you know, you should, you should want your broccoli. You should want your squash. It's amazing. I didn't want it then. And now I actually do like broccoli and squash. In fact, I think I was rebelling against them because my mom and my aunt were so dead set on me eating those foods that they liked. They love broccoli and squash. Shout out to Shirley and Elver. I love you both. But I just didn't want it. And at some point, I think it really comes down to just that. Do you actually want this thing? Do you want to have this new way of understanding the world? Do you want it? Do you want resolve? Because resolve, any decision that you make or any decision that you have in mind is a change. And when you think about it like that, is it, you have to ask yourself, do I really want this change? A change is going to require that you build something new in your life. Probably requires you to let go of something in your life. Probably requires you to have a new set of maintenance tasks. You know, if you, get, if you decide you're going to be a pet person, you're going to have to maintain a pet. If you decide you're going to be a gym person, you're going to have to maintain a workout routine. If you decide you're going to be a more educated individual, you're going to have to read more or learn more somehow. So you're going to have to acquire things. You're going to have to let go of things. You're going to have to maintain certain things. You're going to have to build new things. You're going to change. And when you have resolve, it's not just like you're going to get benefits. Like, well, people will watch, watch TV and they'll watch or listen to these programs that say you can change yourself. You can have a new year's resolution and make a wish. And that's not what it's about to have resolution to get resolve. It's about change. You're changing your mind. You're changing your body. You're changing your spirit. You're changing the people you're around. Can you handle that? Can you get with that? Can you do it? I think you can. And because you don't want to do it, you're going to find it difficult to get resolved until you do find something that you do want about it. Not the result. This is the key. Not necessarily wanting the result. The result can help pull you to a location or pull you to this end goal that you're trying to get to. But the resolve is about deciding to become something different fundamentally requires change. You actually have to want that change. And this cannot really be taught because so much of us are so different. Anybody trying to teach you something, even your parents, maybe especially your parents, is going to have a hard time because they are not you. 
building resolve is something you do from within yourself with the environment that you have. Your situation is unique. Your DNA is unique. Your timing is unique. Your spirit is unique. So your solution is going to be unique. I don't have the answers for you, but I know that in trying to change things with my creativity, with my work, with what I've done, I've really been studying change for a long time and didn't completely realize it. So in case you're wondering where I get the idea that I can speak on something like this, it's, it's because I've had to do it for a while, professionally, socially, spiritually, mentally. I've had to make a lot of changes to get where I am and where I want to be. For any of you who've known me for the past five or six years, you might have said I've calmed down a lot. This was intentional. Started to use my, I don't want to say angry, but I started to use my frustrations and yeah, my anger, you know, angry black man, that's me. It was me. I started to utilize that energy. I mean, I don't deny it. I kind of like it. But now I've, I've learned to use that energy for change. Okay. So I've touched upon a big question, obviously. How do you change? I can't answer that simply, obviously. But you have to want it, as I said before. So I do like the idea of getting excited about things at the beginning of the year. I might talk about that in a future podcast. But the ritual idea of changing for the future is a good one. It's, it's uh, you know, a new morning. It's a new day. It's a new month. It's a new year. You should celebrate what you've done and where you're going. And that works for a lot of people. So keep that in mind. We'll come back to that later. But as I said, it's the end of January. And you're probably wondering why you haven't gotten yourself together with your resolutions, why you're starting to fall off. This is natural, it's okay, and it's expected. That's right. This feeling is expected. And I'm doing this at the end of January because this is the time where most people, the newness starts to wear off. We are about one twelfth of the way through the year. And this is a totally non-scientific view of this. You can talk to Tim Ferriss or somebody if you want a more detailed statistical analysis. But that first 10% of going towards your new resolute state or achieving your resolution, that first 10% is usually pretty easy and pretty fun because the rest of reality hasn't caught up with it. It's just, you know, I'm just trying something out, right? You haven't had to live with it very long. And, you know, our, our bodies are, are, are willing and ready to adapt to very short changes like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're going to eat nothing but cupcakes all day for one day. That's fine. I mean, one day is fine. Your body's just going to kind of freak out for a second and go back to normal. But it's when you make it a habit that it becomes a problem. Same thing in the other direction. You work out for one day, your arms might be a little sore or whatever, but you know, your body's kind of like, all right, that was just one day where I'm, we're prepared to do one day of something kind of weird. You know, you're at your job. Certain people are missing from the job. It's like, okay, they're missing for one day. We're, we're fine. We'll, we'll last for a day, but at some point their, their absence will really set in. Or if you've got new people on, you know, the first day, they're really not going to do much. They might 
talk a lot, but that first day, is anybody new really doing anything? No. So the first 10% or so of, of the time that you've invested is going to be easy. It's going to be fine. You can, you can pretty, you can get do incredible amounts in just that first, first quick step. And that's why, that's why you find books, right? That have the 30, first 30 day challenge or, you know, write a movie in 21 days because that initial, that initial 10 to 20%. And, you know, I'm not just pulling this out of thin air. It's, it's kind of been research on how this happens, but that first 10 to 20% of getting to where you want to be is usually very fast. It's very exciting. It's very interesting. And at this point, people can decide, okay, this is for me, or this is not for me. And they, some people may jump out without too much invested in it. If you've got a, like a seven day trial on a, on a streaming service or something, you kind of get the idea whether you want it or not. It's that first 10%. So that's fine and fun and dandy. And the reason I bring it that up is because your goal, your destination, your end point, your, that final resolution state, you don't know necessarily what that goal looks like, what it feels like, where it is, because you've never been there before. You've never done it before. You've never made this commitment. If you're actually changing then that means you haven't been like that before. You haven't done it before. It's not you until you change into that, and then it will be you. So one thing people don't, don't ever talk about is the fact that your trajectory that you're going on is going to take you someplace foreign and strange. You will come across things that you don't expect, that you can't expect, that you don't understand and you couldn't understand. You, you don't know what it's like to hold your breath underwater for 10 minutes until you've done it. I was just watching a documentary on a movie they were filming for Avatar. And many of the actors had to take underwater training. And you start learning to hold your breath for longer. And these are things that can actually be done by humans. Sounds impossible, but something that just gets done. So you have to start looking at these upsets, these trials, these tribulations, these speed bumps as learning opportunities. Like you get to a certain point and you're like, oh, okay. I went to the gym first day and nothing much happened. But now that I've been going to the gym for three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, a month, two months. I'm starting to feel pains that I haven't felt before. This is strange. Or suddenly, the food that I'm eating tastes different. Why am I craving this type of food just because I started working out differently? Oh, wait, this is weird. My physiology changes my appetite depending on how I work out. Oh, this is strange. I've never felt that before. I've never had this change. This is interesting. Or when you start thinking different ways. Oh, I went to this chess camp. We were playing chess every day. I never thought this way. I've never taxed my brain in this certain way. I've never had to psychologically try to read people like this. 
This is strange. So to get resolve, you have to expect strange things. And this is where a lot of people jump out. They give up somewhere along the way because a lot of strange things happen. So you're going to find something strange along the way. Many things strange. You're going to find boring things where you don't understand why you're doing it. So it just becomes boring, becomes a routine that is no longer exciting to you. And you're not excited by it because it's still boring. Like laying down, laying down a uh, undercoating of paint may seem boring for somebody, but for an actual artist, as they're, they've done it so many times, they start to understand, okay, I'm smelling the paint. I'm getting in the zone. I'm, I'm warming up my, my painting arm and they start to actually feel what they're going to be painting. It's a, it's a weird process, but that's how it kind of starts to go. You start to get into the boredom and it starts to turn into this ritual. So I mentioned all this to say along the way, you're going to find different types of different ways to resist, different ways to jump out off of the game. There's going to be things you don't know, the things you didn't expect. Your, your willpower is going to run dry. Your, your cause is going to be tested. Like, okay, you said you wanted this for this reason, but did you really want it? Is your why strong enough? And, and I don't mean to make a major tangent on this, but there's plenty of, of, of literature on finding your purpose, finding a why. I'm, I'm not going to get into all of that, but I believe all of that's rather light as well. You know, to say, well, find your purpose. You, know, you want to lose weight for your kids because if, if you're big and unhealthy and how, how are you going to be around for your kids? Eh, plenty of old, happy parents and you can rationalize your way into staying the way you are. So trying to find this random why for some far off goal is not how I present things. I don't think that actually produces very good result. It can, but I don't think it does it naturally. So it seems like I'm throwing out of a lot of, well, that won't work. Well, that won't work. Well, this doesn't work, but you just have to get resolved somehow. And yes, I do mean that you just have to get resolved somehow. What is it that you can search for, that you can find, that you can build upon, that you can understand, that you can feel, see, do, touch, talk about, converse with, that you can find this, this, this certain configuration and collection of feelings, inspiration, and motivations that will get you to start wanting a decision. I didn't say you should sit down and try to make a decision. It's not a bad idea, but I said to want that decision because ultimately if you don't do something, it's because you didn't want to. I've wrestled with this many times. I wrestled with it last night where I tried to do something early in the morning and I kept trying, I kept trying to figure out ways to make it work. And I wanted to have that morning for different things. And I couldn't seem to train myself 
to do it the way I was telling myself to. I just didn't want it that way. Couldn't figure out why. I tried to want it one way, but, you know, maybe my body wasn't going to adapt to doing things at that time in the morning. You know, maybe my chemicals were out of balance because of what I ate the night before. You know, I, I experimented, tried things out, whatever. But it just didn't come together for me. This collection of things I was trying to do didn't make it work. So I had to actually stop and say, okay, wait a minute. If that's not working, how can I change this? How can I get resolved? How can I find a new way of doing this? How can I look at this a different way? And yes, this is about more about finding questions to ask than answers. Because once you find an answer, you should have more questions on how you can do better, how you can do more. Your questions should start getting stronger, not, not weaker. And once you start getting towards a point of resolve, you, you realize that your questions have led you to a certain good place. And then your question may be, how do I keep this going? How do I grow this? How do I multiply this? How do I pass this on to other people? If it's a good resolution, it doesn't just stop once you, quote unquote, achieve it. You start to have a more important, poignant question. Like, if you're just losing five pounds, what does that mean? If you're just losing 10 pounds, what does that mean? Does that mean, okay, wow, I did that. Now I get to go back to, to you know, eating cupcakes and cheesecake at night. I used to do that. I don't anymore. I don't want to now. And there's not enough time here to really explain all of that, but I'll probably get into it at some other point. So, so yeah, try to think about getting resolved in a different way. You're going to... You're going to experience a non-linear, not a straight line type of development and growth. And why does it take a year? Because in a year, you can really, if you keep at it, if you keep questioning yourself, if you keep moving forward, you can really get somewhere exciting. So what I want to do now is just give you a few ideas about where you might be dropping off and what to do if you start dropping off or when you start dropping off. And that's okay because just like a stock chart that goes up, it never goes in a perfectly straight line. There are ups and downs, there are dips, there are plateaus, there are valleys. There are just undulations in the market that will affect you, even if you think you're going up. So, you know, while your overall trajectory is, is hopefully in the positive direction, you may have some ups, downs, left to rights, whatever's, and that's fine. So as you go along, consider these items of where you drop off. Maybe it's the people you're around. So if you find yourself in a good, good group of people that are all doing the thing you want to do, or they're all the type of people that you want to be, find out. What, what makes that tick? What makes that work? How can you connect with these people more? How can you get in line with them more? Can you, can you find more people like this? Can you learn more? Can you start to take on those habits, those rituals, those ways? It's the people around you. And in the negative sense, what about the people that aren't doing well for you, that are 
you know, pulling you away from things that you want? How can you separate yourself from them? Maybe not physically, maybe mentally. Maybe you become the guy that eats, eats sushi at a barbecue. So everybody goes to a big barbecue and you come in there with your, you know, your ama ebi, your, your mackerel, um, you know, some sushi roll or something. So every time people go to the big barbecue fiesta, you roll up with some sushi. I mean, that sounds silly, but it may be something you have to do if you're in a group of people that does something that goes against your resolution or that, that challenges your resolve. So check the people you're around. Also your resources. This is where a lot of, this is where a lot of vendors and businesses get people. They try to make it all about the resources, you know, Hey, do you have the right gym membership? Do you have the right nutrition diet? Do you have the right shoes? Do you have the right books? Are you doing the, and they all want to sell you something. So a lot of times you don't need all that. That's just the dressing. A lot of change is made internally with, with your mindset and your, your peer group, the things you feed yourself with the soul, mind, body, soul thing that you've got going on in your community. You know, those are the resources you want to be looking at. Most other things are kind of dressing on top of it. And you'll see people that are really dedicated. They may use certain resources, but they don't need them if they've really got resolve. Maybe they can't get to the gym. So they start doing push-ups in the park. You know, they start running around the parking lot during, during lunch hour. You know, they've got their resolve. So check your resources and make sure that they're not necessarily the, the purchased or commercial resources. And they're the resources that will actually work for you. And, you know, if you need something simple, like a, you know, a certain workout t-shirt that gets you in the mode or whatever, that's fine. That's, that's simple. That's easy, but don't get hung up on having the right commercial things rather have the right triggers in, in your, in your world, in your purview, in your, in your space and environment. All right. Mindset. Another thing to check when you're starting to drop off, do you have the right mindset? Are you looking at this thing properly? You know, are you even thinking about it the right way? You know, so if you start going, I, I like the gym example because everybody goes to the gym and for a while I thought it was going to the gym that was going to get me fit. You know, I had the wrong mindset about it. I was like, wow, I keep going to the gym, but I'm turning into a fat ass. What's happening? And I just, I, in my head, I had the wrong mindset. I was thinking the gym is the thing when it's me. So I had to actually change my mindset to be more of a person that appreciated the gym, that wanted to be somebody who looked like he went to the gym, not just sounded like he went to the gym, not just use the gym as a social club. I had to change my whole mindset. And that's a harder process. But the important thing is to realize it and understand that this is something where you can fall off. If after a couple weeks, you still don't want to do something, maybe you need to rethink it. Think about it in a different way. Not saying anybody should want, quote unquote, want, you know, to, to get sweaty and to physically challenge themselves. But if you ever talk to runners, there's a certain thing called the runner's high where 
they get into a zone where they're running and the world starts to drop out and it becomes this thing that's all about the run. And they understand that it's a challenge and it's still painful, but there's something that clicks in their mindset where it's like, yeah, this is doing everything I want to do. Same thing with people who've taken cold, cold water therapy, ice baths, things like that. It's not a pleasant experience. So when I say you want it, I don't mean it's enjoyable. I, I mean that you want that overall experience to trigger you into a new state. So you get resolved. So you have that resolute nature. It's your resolution. You've made it. If you can get your mindset right, that's, that's so important and so key. And while we're here, does the, does the action come before the mind? Does the mind come before the action? It can, I've, I've heard it working both ways, so I don't want to get too into that. Just make a realization that mindset is extremely key in when you start to run into problems. How are you thinking about this whole endeavor? Okay. Another place people get tripped up is their physical ability. If you've got a lot of stuff going on and you said, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. every morning and you have such a schedule that you end up staying up until 2 a.m. Well, your physical abilities aren't going to last very long because you're going to start crashing. Your body's going to be like, all right, that was cool for about a week, but we can't maintain this. Your physical ability is just your physical ability. And that goes for food you eat as well. Your system isn't used to consuming you know, a lot of fiber or it's used to existing on a certain amount of sugar. You'll start getting headaches. You'll, you'll start becoming weaker. You'll, you'll actually have problems getting to where you want to be because your physical ability isn't there yet. And that's okay. Because just like anything else, it takes training. In fact, they call it physical training. You know, training doesn't happen all at once. Training wheels, you know, retainers train your, your teeth to grow in a certain way. Or, you know, it's, training takes time. When people go to, soldiers go into training, it's not like a one-day thing. They have to keep going over and over and over again. You have to train this thing. So, you know, be sure to check your physical ability. Take your rest. Reconsider what you're doing once again. Can you pull back a little bit here? Do you need a cheat day? Do you need, you know, do you need some type of relaxation on your, on your behaviors? You know, can you do it for three weeks at a time, then take a week off and get back on it three weeks later? Maybe that's too much time and you'll, you'll, you'll break if you do that. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll lose the, the routine if you take too much time off, or maybe you need that much time off. That all depends on you. These are questions you're going to have to ask yourself as the situation gets tough. And we're going into February. You know, somebody wants to buy you a box of chocolates, tell them, keep that shit. Tell them to. Tell them to get you flowers and, and draw you a pretty picture instead. Tell them to make a painting. Tell them to take you on a boat ride. You don't want that box of chocolates. Say you're allergic to chocolate suddenly. Do something. If you're, you know, if the waistline's your thing. If, if, you're, if you're digging on chocolate, go ahead. Buy, buy that uh, special 10-pound box of seized candies if that's not your, your poison. But otherwise, tell them to keep it. Because your physical ability is going to, it will vary very emphatically tell you yes or no to something 
and you have to really negotiate with your body, your system, if you're going to get through this thing. Uh, emotions. So you'll start, you'll start tripping up when your emotions start coming into play. You know, where you just start feeling bad or feeling good or feeling uncertain. All these feelings are going to start to come into play at some point whenever you're trying to change. So make sure you have your emotions together. Easier said than done. You're going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to think about what you're doing. You're going to have to really search your soul. Maybe some journaling. Maybe you start listening to different, different people, different things. Just along with mindset. You know, if you start started going to the gym and, you know, you're not seeing any change, your emotions are going to take a hit. You know, let's say you let's say you've even lost some weight. The weight thing is very easy. This can be anything, by the way. The the weight thing is just simple to understand as far as resolutions go. So, you know, maybe you thought you were doing good with your eating and somebody may ask you, hey, did you gain weight? You're like, oh, my God. My emotions took a hit right there. You got to be okay with that. You got to not be okay with them saying that. But you've got to be okay with the fact that this change is going to require you to keep your emotions together. You should feel them. Don't, don't push them down. Don't suppress them, but engage with them and understand them because you'll need to do that effectively if you're going to actually get resolved and get that change you want because your emotions aren't necessarily going to go in the direction that you want consciously. Because like, you know, I mean, come on, guy. We used to eat cake every night. I mean, are you sure you want to do this? I'm feeling sad because cake made us happy. Are you sure? So you have to think through your emotions and work through it. It can take practice. It will take practice, obviously. But uh, yeah, just check your emotions. Everybody's different, so I'm not going to speak too much on that. All right, what's another one? Your structure. You're going to have to change some of your patterns, your structures, your structures around. And when you start falling off, you may realize that you're holding on to old structures, old patterns, old habits. You may be like, oh, crap. You know, I had this. I used to wash my clothes once a week. But now that I've been going to the gym, there's this funk coming from the laundry room. I got to wash clothes twice a week now. And your structure changes all of a sudden. You're... That gym bag that you kept in the back of your car is starting to funk up the car. So now it's like, okay, now I get an got to get an actual gym bag. I got to get some some Febreze fabric. I got to start putting my bag in the trunk. I got to start showering at the gym instead of sitting all sweaty in my car and going home. Speaking from experience here, by the way, you know you start to realize certain things, and your structure has to change. So this is a this is a cascading you know, river of change that you're experiencing. That one little, that resolution that you're trying to make is going to cause ripples all through your life in many different facets. So expect structure to change. Your intelligence. You're going to learn some new things. You're going to get some new intel. You're going to figure out, oh, 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 oh it's like this now, or oh, it's like that. What about, oh, okay. So you start to understand, figure out a few more things. You start to realize that you may not have all the information in certain places. So this, this may be very, very embarrassing where it's like, wow, you know, I started working out and doing the treadmill 
and man, my my thighs are on fire. I don't mean like my muscles. I mean this underwear is chafing the skin between my thighs. Oh my God, what is this? I've never experienced this before in my life. This is strange. I need information. So, so you know, now you're at the gym asking somebody, hey man, for people on their treadmill, what type of underwear should they be using? Because I'm I, I I can't deal with this. I don't know what's going on. You know, you have a whole new set of questions and a lot of you may not have even thought about that. A lot of you probably have thought about that and you're like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, so along with your structure changing, the things you need to know change. How do you do this differently? Well, how, how should I stand? How should I ride the bike? How, what type of shoes fit my feet best? What type of socks work better for me? What makes this okay in that situation, but not okay in this other situation? You'll have to start learning new things. So you'll come to these points as well. Your spirituality. When you change, your spirit changes too. You start, you start sensing the whole world as a different being entirely. You know, your idea of what the higher power is starts to take on a new meaning because you're changing. So you're experiencing things differently. It's, it's how it goes. And I'll wrap this up really quickly. Um, you know, willpower is it's one thing. I don't like to talk too much about willpower because it's, it's along the lines of endurance and just powering through things, which I don't, I don't often prescribe where people just kind of power through things because I mean, you can, but how enriching is just powering through something. If you have a higher purpose or a more in-depth way of seeing things, maybe plowing through could get you to the other side so you can see what's happening. You know, maybe you don't understand and you just need to plow through to get a certain level of understanding, whether it's emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever. But willpower is not a strategy. It is a tool to me. So when people say, well, just go cold turkey, just plow through it, just, just hold on strong. As I said, this can, that can only be maintained for a very short period of time and should only be used until you get to a point where you start to have the deeper understandings on the other facets we talked about. Willpower is very necessary, but not in the way that a lot of people put it out there. I use willpower to just to get to that next, I, to, to show myself what's possible, what's out there, what's that next level to figure out where that pain is. But it is not a strategy. You can't just beat yourself into this new way of being. You can try. And yes, it does work for some people where every time I, every time I thought about eating fried chicken, I just punched myself in the mouth and until until my mouth was so bloody, I didn't want want fried chicken anymore. It tastes terrible to me now. Okay, sure, maybe. If that's how you want to get through things. But, you know, as I said, it's necessary, but not a strategy. It's a tool. And the last one is the sense of being overwhelmed. Where you're, you know, at some point you're just going to be overwhelmed in some aspect. You're going to be like, holy crap, this change means this? Is this what the change is? And you're overwhelmed and you don't know if you can hold on to it. It feels like too much. So you've either got to get better and faster at what you're doing, or you've got to get stronger, or you've got to let something go, or 
or something, but you start to realize very quickly, and maybe this is after that first 10 to 20% of the way, where you're like, okay, I need to actually change into something different. I need to actually, actually make that decision. So that's that for that. I said I'd keep these relatively short, meant to do this for 30 to 45 minutes, maybe to an hour. So the rest of these I expect will be a little shorter, but I want to keep on pumping them out for you. And in conclusion, I just want you to think about resolutions in a different way. Think about them in terms of finding your way, finding a, a way to come to that decision where it's like, yes, I am going to do this. I am doing this. I will have done this. I want to do this. Finding a way to get to that decision is part of the resolution process. You're not going to get it right the first time. Just don't give up. I'll talk about a lot more of this later, but that was the most important one. And I wanted to get it out of the way. Please look out for more of this on the website, mrbenja.com. I'll get around to actually organizing these into more thoughts as the year progresses. In fact, this is my resolution to you. And I usually never speak my resolutions. I'll explain that later, but I usually never speak my resolutions. This one, I'm intentionally speaking it because I'm looking for a certain type of change in the way I do things and the way I interact with people. So hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. This is Mr. Benji's ADD experience, art design and development for creators and people looking to make some type of change in the world by creating a better you. Was that too much? Because I just made that up on the spot. All right. Enjoy yourselves, people, and get at me. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible, and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit mrbenja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.